Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the super light tree runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's a l l b i r d s.com code SUPER24. Now, the cost of car insurance, if you've been trying to get some recently, you'll have found it to be almost impossible to pay for. I was talking to a young woman recently who is getting insurance for the first time, and she's in her mid-twenties, and it's costing her for a little runaround car, like a 1,000cc car, it's costing her £2,200 for car insurance. Absolutely incredible. We'll speak to Andy Allen from the UUP about this, who's raised an issue. He's writing to the Financial Conduct Authority. Uh, Andy, good morning. Good morning, Frank. There are a host of reasons put forward by the insurers as to why the insurance costs are higher in Northern Ireland. The repairing of cars, apparently, is higher. The payouts when people get the likes of whiplash tend to be uh, higher than elsewhere. The legal costs for the solicitors and so on and so forth higher than elsewhere. And saddest of all, the number of people per head of population being seriously injured or dying on the roads is higher in Northern Ireland than anywhere else in the UK. And those are the reasons put forward, the main reasons by the insurers as to why we're paying way above the odds. Yeah, no, Frank, this is absolutely a significant issue affecting many right across Northern Ireland. Indeed, I know other elected representatives as well as I have been contacted by constituents highlighting this issue. You know, if I give you one example, one constituent who contacted me recently highlighted her son um, who uh, a new new driver, uh, a very small CC vehicle, being quoted in the region of four and a half thousand pounds to over eight thousand pounds, uh, and you know those are prices that just completely price him out of being on the road, uh, and then it, it looks to others to try to support him, and there are so many others in that same. Uh, situation and speaking to others as well then they're highlighting that their insurance renewal quotes are going up significantly and I think it's important to say that you know in the round people always uh, recognise that their insurance premiums go up year on year and it's important for people where they can to shop around and engage with the broad range of insurers but in the first instance people should not have to go to a significant um, 
amount of time to shop around insurers. You know, insurers should be offering affordable uh, premiums. They should be doing their best to support individuals to be on the road, notwithstanding all of the issues that you've highlighted, that insurers obviously have to take all of that into consideration in the round. But it is frustrating when people then go and shop around and the prices that they are quoted by other insurers are significantly less. Are the insurance companies doing enough? Because we hear so many examples of the insurance company that represents the person who isn't to fault is putting the hand in as much as they possibly can to the other insurance company that represents the person who is to fault. And then when the shoe's on the other foot, it happens the other way around. So the insurance companies, do they have to carry some of the can for why we're paying so much here? I, I think they do, uh, and that's why I wrote to the SCA to ask them what they're doing in, in um, holding the insurance companies to account and also engaging with them to make sure that they're offering premiums that are affordable. And I understand, obviously, they have to operate in that business context, but they need to also be supporting. And, and the SCA obviously have a role in making sure that the insurance industry are providing uh, value for money and for premiums for individuals that are on the road. And as I said before, you know, if we look at our connectivity right across Northern Ireland, there are areas that will be disproportionately affected more so than, than others because the public infrastructure in those areas might not as be as uh, well established in other areas. So we need to look at this in the round. Um, I welcome the fact that the FCA have said to me in the letter uh, of response to my engagement with them that they will be engaging with Treasury uh, and we need to look at a broad range of options as to how we can address this uh, this issue moving forward. Courtesy cars, legal fees and repairing of damaged vehicles all higher in price here than else than elsewhere. So those who are hiring courtesy cars, those who are representing you legally, and those who are actually repairing the cars, they are apparently charging as much as they possibly can, and the insurance company is meeting the requirements of paying all of those players in the game. So it's no surprise that we're going to continue to be going upwards in relation to the fees that we have to pay. And I, I'm making reference here particularly to responsible drivers in Northern Ireland who rarely get a scrape on their car, who rarely cause a difficulty uh, on the roads, who follow all the rules and regulations, but they're being charged so much money to insure their car because of the attitude of the people repairing the cars, the people hiring cars, the people representing us legally, and, of course, those who are irresponsible on the roads as drivers. Yeah, no, absolutely, Frank, and we need to drill down into these figures and just not accept them as, as a given. Um, you know, I'll be meeting hopefully very soon with the Association of British Insurers and looking at, and engaging with them to look at how we can pick up on some of those issues that were highlighted, and we need a, a much, much more robust uh, response to this uh, and looking at, at that and in the round and how can we actually bring forward a tangible outcome that brings down the costs. And, you know, we're, we're in the midst of a cost cost of living crisis right across the spectrum and we need to be doing all that we possibly can. It's easy for me as a politician to come on here and chat to you about the difficulties but it's about what we can do then as public representatives to follow up on the queries that our constituents are bringing to us to actually bring about solutions for them. 
the other thing I do want to mention, because it's forever coming up on this program, is the MOT, because it's 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 linked to insurance, as in, if if you're not properly prepared for being on the road, you're not properly insured. So therefore, the MOT is something that's important. It's almost impossible to get an MOT at this present moment in in time. I have a, an example of this myself. I, I tried to get an MOT for the end of April. The earliest one I could get was in July, and the only place I could get it was at new buildings up in the northwest. So every other unit between now and the end of April unavailable. And as a matter of fact, every other unit between now and July was unavailable because the next available date was mid-July at new buildings. That system has crumbled beyond belief. It, it absolutely has, Frank, and the response to date has not been uh, swift enough and good enough. Um, it is another matter that I've been contacted repeatedly by constituents who aren't able to get uh, appointments uh, for their MOT, uh, and we, we need to look, be looking at this um, robustly. Um, indeed, my party, we did um, look to bring forward a motion on this, and thankfully uh, another party had a pick before us, so they've decided to take uh, the MOT matter. So hopefully we'll be seeing this issue being brought before the Assembly uh, in a no-name day motion. Uh, and it'll be debated and hopefully we'll be hearing from the infrastructure minister as to the proactive measures that he will be taking to address this uh, fundamental problem. Would there be an advantage if we allowed private garages to do the MOT? I think we need to have everything on the table at this stage, Frank, because fundamentally if we look at the problem and you've just highlighted the, the issue that you yourself have faced uh, and, and I have had many constituents contact me about the challenges they face being able to get MOTs themselves, uh, and not everybody has the ability to be able to repeatedly engage with the uh, the phone service. You know, people work and during those hours and, and don't have the luxury of being able to dip out to be able to sit on a phone call to try to book an MOT for a vast period of time. So we need to look at a broad range of options. I don't think we should take anything off the table at this stage, but I look forward to hearing from the Infrastructure Minister probably in the coming weeks as to what uh, measures he's going to be bringing forward to address this problem. Yeah, and there are so many elements to it, and apparently some people are booking MOTs that they don't even need, and then they'll cancel them and try to get a one at a different date. So the the system isn't working. It, it simply isn't working. And I know they're building new infrastructure, or they're planning new infrastructure, or they're about to open uh, new buildings to provide the MOT service. We've talked about it so many times here. We're we're dizzy, but it is uh, it is a difficult booking to get. And as for the insurance, that's incredibly challenging to um, meet the requirements of the payment. You mentioned a young person there. That young person that I made reference to, their first quote was £8,200. £8,200. Obviously, the insurance company didn't want them. Uh, eventually, 2200 For a youngster starting out, 2200 It's it, it makes it almost impossible for them to be on the road. It does in many ways. It makes it unaffordable for them. So that's why we're raising this issue for, for those young people who are, are starting off and also uh, the broad range of others who are finding themselves being priced off the road um, and people rely on their vehicles for many different reasons. And they also then look to, as I've previously mentioned, our public transport infrastructure uh, and perhaps it's not at the level where they need it to be for their own particular requirements. So this is an issue that we need to look at. Uh, as I say, I'll be meeting with the broad range of stakeholders on that and engaging with colleagues across the political spectrum to see what we can actually do to, to bring about a solution to this problem. Well, hopefully something can be done. Andy, thank you very much indeed. Andy Allen right. from the Ulster Unionist Party here uh, with us. As he as he said himself, uh, politicians are being lobbied right, left and centre on this issue.
how expensive it is to insure your car. Earlier in the program, we were talking about the price of car insurance. It is so expensive and so many people are finding it incredibly difficult with their car on the road. I want to speak to Malcolm, Malcolm Tarling, who is a spokesperson for the Association of British Insurers. Malcolm, good morning. Good morning. Remind us, Malcolm, why we're paying so much for car insurance in Northern Ireland. Well, it certainly is a tough time for motorists in Northern Ireland at the moment when it comes to managing their insurance costs. We recognise that. It's the same for every single motorist in the UK as a whole. Premiums have been going up, I'm afraid, on average across the UK by around 25% last year. And the average premium that motorists are having to pay is currently around £543. And the reason for that, I'm afraid, is very simple. It's reflecting a sustained period of income increased costs for insurers, which they're doing everything they can to manage, but uh, I'm afraid that in some cases they've had no option but to pass some of those costs on to their customers. It's not something that any insurer wants to do, but ultimately where they've had to, they've had no choice. So you're blaming the likes of the legal profession for what they charge, you're blaming the people who fix the cars for their costs, you're thinking about the hire car business, getting the courtesy car, the amount paid out for a claim uh, for whiplash and so on and so forth and and I'm sure you're also looking at the very sad statistics that show more people per head of population are dying on the roads in Northern Ireland than elsewhere. Well, we're not blaming anyone as such. I mean, we're telling it like it is. Um, some of the points you made are absolutely true. For example, there's been a, a 35% rise in payouts for theft. The cost of vehicle repairs has shot up by a third in the last year, and that's because of uh, a shortage of spare parts in some cases, but also because vehicles are technologically technologically now more advanced than ever you know the average car is a, is a computer on four wheels there's an awful lot of gadgetry and sophisticated circuitry um, which is great for drivers um, but the downside is that it, uh, it costs more to repair the average vehicle these days than ever before um, but what we are saying um, we just launched what so we've described as a 10-point plan in the last couple of days. Uh, and this is uh, steps that the industry will be taking, working with the regulators and working with government to look at ways in which we can contain these costs and therefore ensure that motor insurance remains as competitively priced as possible for every single driver in Northern Ireland and elsewhere in the UK. Is there an argument that... The, some insurance companies or all insurance companies are too keen to claim off the other insurance companies that have covered the person who's to fault for the incident or the collision. I don't think so. I mean, what an insurance company will do where another motorist is involved is look to see um, which driver, if indeed any, is legally liable for causing causing the damage. And uh, what insurers are always trying to do is to work in the interests of their own customer wherever they possibly can. Uh, because as I said to you at the beginning, no insurance company deliberately sets out at the beginning of the day to increase premiums for, each, for its customers uh, because, of course, no one wants to pay any more for their insurance than they actually have to. 
Yes, but very often the the solicitors making a suggestion: Were you, were, you know, is your back injured? Was anyone else in the car injured? There's there's an ongoing encouragement coming through the legal profession and indeed from the insurance side that isn't to fault for the the best payout possible from the other side. Well, of course, anyone who's seriously injured in a uh, in a road traffic accident is entitled to and should receive fair and adequate compensation. And there have been recent reforms to the compensation system that mean that uh, these spurious claims, the people who exaggerate whiplash, for example, simply won't be able to get away with it anymore. Um, we want to make sure that uh, the only people who can claim compensation are those people who are genuinely injured because any, the costs of these claims ultimately are paid for by honest customers. So first and foremost, if you're genuinely injured, you must get the right compensation as quickly as possible. But if you think you're going to uh, con the industry into getting a claim or exaggerating injuries, think again. Yeah, and let's hope the people who are conning the system are, are caught out. Th- this 10-point plan you have, tell us more about that. Yep, well, we've, we know the pressure which increasing premiums have on customers, uh, particularly as for many, they are uh, continue to struggle with balancing the books and paying for their family finances. So we are going to be working in the coming months with our members, with regulators and the government to look at ways in which we can stem the costs that insurance insurers face that they really shouldn't be having to pay so that we can offer more competitively priced cover. For example, what more can be done to tackle insurance fraud? Uh, what can we do to drive uninsured and illegal motorists off the road? And what information can insurers provide so their customers are better equipped to shop around? Because despite everything I've just to describe to you, it does remain a competitive market, even in, the, in spite of sustained cost pressures for insurers. And we want customers to get the best deals, and we want to arm them with the information, the confidence and the knowledge to chop around to get the right deal for them at the right price. Gosh, it is difficult to find a, 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 an acceptable price here in Northern Ireland at this present minute in time, especially for a young driver. Yes, and I've never met anyone who thinks that... Uh, that, the, that, they sh- that their motor insurance uh, is, is too cheap. Uh, I think most people have got a view about motor insurance, but you mentioned young drivers, and yes, the cost for motor insurance for young drivers is expensive, and that reflects the sad reality that a young driver is much more likely to be involved in a serious accident than, uh, than any other age driver on the road, which is why looking at ways in which we can improve the driving record for young drivers is uh, an integral part of our 10-point plan, which I've already mentioned. We're, you know, we're exploring the use of graduated driver licensing, which is very successful in many other countries at improving the accident rates for young drivers. And we're looking to see how initiatives like that, working with the government, can actually help reduce the, uh, the cost, motor insurance costs for young drivers. Because we want young drivers of today to become safer drivers of tomorrow. And one final point to you, Malcolm. It's difficult to get an MOT here in Northern Ireland at present. If your car is, as you believe, roadworthy and well-serviced, do you need to have the MOT to continue driving it? If you are involved in a collision, will the insurance company stand over you if you haven't been through the MOT? Well, we're certainly aware of the prolonged difficulties in getting an MOT in Northern Ireland, um, providing you take all reasonable steps to get the MOT, uh, providing your vehicle is kept in a roadworthy condition as possible, 
then your insurance policy will continue to operate as normal. So do what you can. Take those steps to get the MOT. Make sure you're on the, you're joined the queue if you like. Uh, and in the meantime, make sure that your vehicle is adequately serviced, that it's as far as possible safe on the road. So if you've got a couple of bald tyres, make sure you get those replaced. Uh, and providing you do that, your insurance policy will operate as normal. Okay, Malcolm, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. That is Malcolm Tarling there, the spokesperson for the Association of British Insurers.